north, east, south, and west. It's time for a news update from Gals Guide Library and Research Center. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Gals Guide to the Galaxy news for September 18th, 2019. I'm Dr. Leah Leach, the Executive Director of Gals Guide to the Galaxy. This episode is brought to you by Popcorn. Popcorn, that savory smell when you enter a movie theater, topped with butter, salt, flavored cheeses, or even sweet with sugar, caramel, or chocolate, popcorn can be made just how you like it. Whether popped on the stovetop, in the microwave, or ready for you at that concession stand, popcorn is a crunchy treat that pairs great with a movie. So how did popcorn and movies become BFFs? Well, according to Tori Avery of HistoriesKitchen.com, popcorn was domesticated by pre-Columbian indigenous peoples around 5000 BC. It wasn't found east of the Mississippi, though, until the 1800s. Popcorn's big claim to fame was because of movies. Now, not all theater owners liked the smelly and flaky treat, but then the Great Depression hit and popcorn was a cheap food and, as Tori puts it, quote, a luxury that patrons could afford. So movie theaters embraced popcorn and saw profits rise, and the rest is history. For a snack that starts hard as a kernel, but when heat is applied, it bursts open to release a soft edible flake, I feel like there's some kind of metaphor in there about a protective shell being released when you apply heat to it. But I'm just going to plant that seed, and I'm going to ask you to pass that popcorn, because we've got to do the news. We start with library news. We hit our goal of 1,000 women's history books in our first year. This really wouldn't have been possible without our Patreon supporters, our book hunters, as well as the grant from Open Meadows. We have amazing books about women and by women, fabulous memoirs about lives lived and lessons learned, historical badasses, gender studies that dispel myths about women, and add a girl self-help boosters. We have an amazing collection of women's history books, and some of them are very rare. When we first set this goal of a thousand books in our first year, I really thought it was crazy. And then I looked up and it's mid-September and it's mission accomplished. So how did we get there? Well, the last news episode, uh, I said that we had 740 books. Well, our book hunters have been scouring Goodwill, library book sales, and used books on Amazon. Of course, we're using our Amazon Smile, by the way, too. We also had the last of our grant money to spend, and so we went after the books that you recommended. Many of the books were on our wish list, and we also looked at what research topics we're going to be exploring in the next upcoming months to get books about those topics. Also got to our big goal because of two wonderful donations. Girl Scout Troop 1747 invited us back for one last pick through their free books that they had for their silver project. We picked up a hundred more books thanks to these lovely, lovely gals. Many of them were nonfiction kids and teen books, which is really nice to round out our collection because we tend to focus on adult biographies. Another fantastic donation was 25 Goddess and Pagan books by Bob Meadors. These rare books range from female fairy tales to rituals and sacred objects. We're extremely thankful to have this diversity in our collection. Our library manager, Bonnie, is most excited about the addition of Radium Girls by Kate Moore. 
This will be my undoing, living at the intersection of black, female, and feminist in white America by Morgan Jerkins. American Women, 400 Years of Dolls, Drudges, Helpmates, and Heroines by Gail Collins. Now, if you are a listener to our podcast, Your Gal Friday, you'll be happy to know that the library now has more books about the gals that have been covered on that show. We now have Shout, Sister Shout about Sister Rosetta Tharp. We have the bullfighter Conchita Cintron's memoir. We also got two books that Ida B. Wells wrote, The Red Record and Southern Horrors. We also got amazing Alice Guy Blanchet materials. We got the documentary, Be Natural, on DVD, as well as the expensive and extremely rare memoir that Alice wrote and was published after her death by her daughter. Each month, we look for books in a specific research field. And for September, we are looking at books about women in movies, books like Ink and Paint, The Women of Walt Disney's Animation by Mindy Johnson, Daughters of Dust, The Making of an African-American Woman's Film by Julie Dash, directed by Dorothy Arzner by Judith Main, Backward in High Heels, The Past, Present, and Future of Women's Work in Film by Alicia Malone, and Pink Slipped, What Happened to Women in the Silent Film Industries by Jane M. Gaines. Now, Bonnie put together 20 titles that would be a perfect addition to the library, and this is just a few of them. If you would like to send us these books, either from Amazon Smile or from your personal collection, or to just see what other titles are on the list, check out our website at galsguide.org and click on the library tab. We are finishing up our hard focus on acquiring women's history books. Now our sites are changing to a physical location. We didn't get the initial grants we applied for to help open a public location. We're researching the idea of doing a pop-up location during Women's History Month. Stay tuned. Now, if you know someone we should be talking to about a physical space for the first independent women's history library, email us at info at galsguide.org. Changing to research news, we're celebrating and shining a spotlight on women in movies in our book lists, in our articles, and in our podcasts. We have a new article showcasing Women Director Awareness Month. There are so many exciting and interesting films that are directed by women, and September is a wonderful time to celebrate them. We are really good friends with DirectedByWomen.com, and they have amazing articles, links, and worldwide events to be able to see more films directed by women. They are a fantastic site to celebrate women directors all month long and also all year long. So, but what if you like to read? Well, don't worry, my galactic glamazons. This is where Gal's Guide has you covered. We have a list of books written by female directors or about female directors. Check it out. It's on galsguide.org. Click on that research tab. Now, every Monday is a new Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where your gal pals bring you one cool thing. So far, you have heard about Bonnie talk about Kathleen Shannon, a Canadian director who founded Studio D, a government film studio dedicated to women filmmakers. Katie rebelled and brought research statistics and insight to start a lively discussion on how harmful romantic comedies are for real relationships. Coming up, Denise brings a dame to the table, and I bring a princess. Start your week off by downloading the Gal's Guide podcast, and you'll never have a case of the Mondays. End the work week with a flashback Friday that ties into our research theme. 
So this month, we are showcasing the first podcast that Gal's Guide ever produced. It's called Kate's Take. Lots of these episodes have been lost to the digital dust, so we're re-airing them on this channel and also on our YouTube channel every Friday. Kate's Take is a show where filmmaker Kate Chaplin takes a movie that changed her life for good, bad, or ugly and takes it apart to show you the hidden messages within. So far, we have aired Kate's Take Top 5 Films Directed by Women. This Friday is her take on Wonder Woman. Coming up is Howl's Moving Castle and its thoughts on beauty and Be Kind Rewind, which is dedicated to filmmakers. Always check out the research tab at galsguide.org for all of our research discoveries. Changing to podcast updates... We don't have any specific updates for this month, but we do have feedback. From our Flashback Friday episode of Babe Dickerson Zaharias, Yvonne commented on our Facebook page, quote, I love her. She was my idol and inspiration to get into sports when I saw the movie about her in the 70s. Thank you, Yvonne. If you have feedback for us, pick a social media outlet and let us know. We're on all of them, except uh, Snapchat. And oh yeah, we were never on MySpace, which is actually kind of ironic with the space theme and us being Gauss Guide to the Galaxy and all. Oh well, I digress. Changing to upcoming events. Now, we haven't had many events because we have been focusing and working on building a women's history library, but we do have two out-of-this-world events in November that we are co-hosting. And I mention out-of-this-world because both events are sci-fi related. The first 10 days in November is the Spirit and Place Festival in Indianapolis. Gal's Guide has teamed together with Starbase Indy, Center for Inquiry Indiana, and Indiana Youth Group to talk about the evolution of sci-fi fandom. We're going to talk about how fandom has evolved to be more diverse, but not without its backlash. The panel is going to be talking about the Twitter harassment of Star Wars actors, the controversy at the Hugo Awards, and I know at one point I'll probably be bringing up Ghostbusters. The event is free and open to all. It is November 10th. It is from 2 to 3.30 p.m. The event is on Eventbrite and Facebook. Search Gals Guide. Our next event, we are going to boldly go, honey. Gals Guide is hosting the Ohura Training Academy at Starbase Indy on Thanksgiving weekend. We have an entire room during the Star Trek convention to beam up amazing presentations about female inventors and scientists. The idea of Ohura's Training Academy is, what would Ohura teach? We look at her five amazing skills and talents in communication, navigation, science, history, and performance. We have filled a whole weekend with amazing programming that is not only included with your Starbase Indie badge, but you can earn a certificate of completion from the O'Hara Training Academy. It's pretty cool, and it's perfect for all ages. So visit starbaseindie.org and get your badge today. New in the Gals Guide Red Bubble Shop this month, You know those oval bumper stickers that are black and white, and they usually have like two letters on them, like HH for Hilton Head? Well, there are lots of them for your favorite city. Well, now in our Redbubble shop, we have those iconic stickers with G-A-L, gal. It can either represent your travels in this galaxy or just being an awesome gal. You choose. The stickers are removable, vinyl, water-resistant, and start at $2.47. I'm also working on a new design for a line that Bonnie said from this week's show. Is a hot dog a sandwich? But it's not done yet, so keep an eye on the shop. 
go to galsguide.redbubble.com. All the proceeds of our shop go towards the Gals Guide Library. There are lots of ways to support Gals Guide. This month, I'm going to throw out a long shot. Got a birthday coming up? Are you still on Facebook? Consider creating a fundraiser for Gals Guide for your birthday. They actually work. We actually get the money. Now, it takes months, but it does arrive. And unlike other places, we get the whole amount. Bonnie did a birthday fundraiser for us, and she raised $205. When Phoebe and I did one for our birthdays last year, we raised over $400. Also, Phoebe and I's birthday are like one day apart, so that's why I mentioned us together. Uh, So if your birthday is around the corner, first of all, happy birthday. Second, Remember the Gals Guide is a certified charity. It's listed in Facebook for fundraisers. Well, that is the news for now. If I talked way too fast, and I always talk way too fast, all the links and details to everything that I mentioned on this episode are at galsguide.org. So stay tuned because Monday is Denise's one cool movie thing. Until then, read on Galactic Glamazons.